Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. They say it's in your blood, a game that can't be won, only played. A love affair that satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect. The greatest game ever played. Golf. It's real. And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. Thank you very much and welcome in to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. So good to have you with us each and every week. Twitter handle is at Real Golf. Website's realgolfradio.com and you can find us at Real Golf or Real Golf Radio on any of the social channels and where podcasts are found. Thanks again for being with us. Got a great show for you. Obviously a little bit of news from across the pond and uh, we certainly... Um, add our condolences to the royal family on the passing of the queen. Uh, 70 years in service, 96 years young. And, uh, you know, I was reading Gary Player's uh, tribute, and he said Mm -hmm. that she had grace and valor as a young lady, and that remained throughout her tenure as Her Majesty. She was a fine leader and even finer woman. Rest in peace. That was from Gary Player. And I I thought that was a really, you know, Gary, that was a really um, well-written tribute there to Queen Elizabeth. And uh, again, we, along with the golf world, add our uh, condolences to the royal family. And uh, it affected play this week at Wentworth at uh, the DP World Tours premier event there at the BMW PGA Championship at Wentworth, just down the road uh, from Windsor Castle. So we will, uh, coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to welcome in Ian Carter from the BBC. He's a good friend of ours, and we'll get his take on the, the scene, the feeling, uh, around the Queen's passing as well as that of the golf tournament and the fact that uh, you can't make this stuff up, Bob. It was shortened to 54 <laughs> holes. <laughs> really? Oh, boy. And Rory was spouting off at, at the beginning of the week. Boy, these guys are going to be tired when when they're playing on Sunday. So They don't have uh, to. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes down to the final 18-er for the 72-hole event. But, yeah, this is, this is kind of interesting. Um, I'm fortunate that it happened this week. Um, as far as the queen mum, uh, winning or, or passing away. But, um, yeah. Did you ever meet uh, the queen? I did not. Kind of surprised about that, actually. <laughs> did your dad? 
Uh, not that I know of. Really? Okay. No. All right. So. Again, kind of surprised about that. But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyway, yes. So she, uh, we, we'll, we'll, we'll get Ian's take on that coming up and then a, the caddy will join us as well. So we got a lot to get to. We've got a president's cup uh, teams to look at. Uh, we've got, uh, uh, the new season kicking off. We got a lot to talk about. Stay tuned. We're just getting started here on real golf radio. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket, pushing a wet, heavy mop around, then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh padding cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet, the faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. Attention weekend gardeners, don't let insect pests destroy your hard work. Fight back with Maggie's Farm, created by pest control professionals. Maggie's Farm plant and mineral-based products provide amazingly effective insect control, like our 3-in-1 garden spray for organic gardening. Deadly on garden insects, but safe to use around children and pets. Maggie's Farm, lethal to bugs, easy on the planet. Now, for a limited time, get a free box of our patented no-spill and kill bait stations with purchase at greenbugkiller.com. That's greenbugkiller.com. Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year, you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward into art class. A four-foot replica of the Statue of Liberty using elbow macaroni. With glue and art supplies from Staples. By tomorrow. This week, Crayola 24-count crayons, Staples comp books, and two-pocket poly folders are each just 50 cents. Get everything on your list at amazing prices. This year, go forward to school with Staples. Shop in-store, online, or buy online and pick up in-store. Ends 9-10, limit 30. Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune June during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. This segment is brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft family of golf balls. Callaway uh, has Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X, and Chrome Soft XLS. Better for the best, better for everyone. Check them out at CallawayGolf.com, or better yet, just go put one in play and see what you think. Bob, 
a good friend of mine who's one of the better players at the club. I would say he's mm-hmm. one of the top probably five best players at the club. He and I mm-hmm. were playing golf this week. And he's like, what, what, are you, what are you playing there, Bobby? What ball you got there, BT? And uh, so I was like, Sean, I'm hitting the XLS right now. And he's like, and he's like, uh, I said, you, you want to give it a try? He's always interested. He's always kind of intrigued. Like, at, I don't know. We always talk equipment. And so I said, here. <laughs> I gave him a brand new one. I said, give it a shot. And he, he hit it so – he was blown away how good he hit it. it cool. He, he hit one off the tee on 14, 350 yards. And he's like, I haven't hit one anywhere close to that in a long time. And the trajectory of it, the 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 spin mm-hmm. and everything was just so good for him. He's like, I might be a Callaway guy. And I'm like, hey, I go, what do you think? I'm they're they're great sponsors of our show, uh, but I don't go out there and play a crappy ball. And Callaway yeah. wouldn't expect me to play a crappy ball. So, well, and neither do a lot of the guys on tour go out and play a crappy ball like John Rahm or Xander Shoffley or some of those guys as well. So again. Tell us the difference between the X, the X, or or the the regular Chrome Soft and the, the XLS. regular Chrome Soft and the LS. Well, the, the regular Chrome Soft actually spins less coming into the greens. Okay, okay. it's a softer feel. First of all, you got to determine if you like the softer feel. So you're gonna feel it's gonna feel softer off the putter uh, and everything off your wedges with the Chrome Soft. The Chrome Soft X is a firmer feel, but it is gonna spin a lot more coming into the greens. Okay. Okay. Similar to a Pro V1X, and Pro V1X is going to spin. Also, you're coming in with wedges, you're scoring irons. It's coming right back, right? Yeah. So what they did is they said, okay, well, some people don't like the softer feel. They like the firmer feel, but they want less spin. So they went with the XLS for low spin. And so that's what I've ended up going to the gotcha. XLS, so that it kind of has that spin into the greens, similar to the regular Chrome Soft, but not zipping back like the so it's all mostly greens and not off the tee necessarily i think they're all to me i think any ball quite frankly is going to be long off the tee these days if you get a tour level golf ball it's going to go long off the tee no no one's making any no one's making golf balls to go shorter off the tee right it's how does it react into the in and around the greens is my opinion and when we've talked to jason finley with callaway and others that seemed to me that seems to be the differentiating factor so anyway check it out it was it's fun it was fun to see him um kind of get his first experience with it and be like blown away with it which was awesome so Callaway cool. makes great products um man there's uh again ian carter's gonna join us we'll we'll get into all that's going on across the pond but there there's a <clears throat> it was interesting bob i had a, some conversations this week with some of the guys and it still surprises me how many people golf fans find the the live so refreshing from the sense that it's it's challenging the PGA Tour. It's forcing change. People really seem to be getting behind this whole idea that Phil Mickelson set up, you know, uh, about a year ago, right? That there mm-hmm. he was going to use this opportunity as leverage to change the tour. And for some reason, it more than the players involved, more than the format, more than anything, some people are really glomming on to just this taking on the PGA Tour idea and forcing change. I don't know what it is, but that seems to be the most compelling thing that I'm finding with with golf fans. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. Um, is the PGA Tour perfect? No. Is any um, of the professional golf tours perfect? No. Uh, up until this point, probably the best that we could possibly have um, as far as professional golf and the professional game is concerned. Has it uh, caused the PGA Tour to change things up? Well, in their comments and remarks back to to all the media and everything these 
things were in process for the last couple of years and that kind of thing. Is that true? I don't know. But yes, it has fast tracked some changes for sure. more money goes going into the top players pockets um, more opportunities for players coming out of college to get onto the PGA tour and to the w- corn Ferry tour more guys coming out of the corn Ferry tour to the PGA tour we've seen um, guys vault up the 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 world rankings in the game as players guys guys like Scotty Scheffler and Cameron young Um uh, you've seen a guy like Mito Pereira who ends up uh, making the Presidents Cup team this year. And a year ago, he wins three times, gets some PGA Tour starts, almost wins the PGA Championship, and here he is on the international um, side of the Presidents Cup. So um, I I think the the idea of making some change, yeah, it's correct. Um, how it sits with the actual game of golf. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of blown a hole through the game, uh, which I don't really like. That's the part I don't like about it. This, the, the fact that it's a professional game. Yeah. 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 Well, and it, and it bleeds down into everything. It yeah, really it dominates sure us. I mean, we're out there playing at the club and you got three guys out there and we're just it like for five holes. And finally somebody said, Hey, can we just get back to playing bank? <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's that but those are the conversations it, it all dominates, comes down right? to money right right there you go thank you yeah <laughs> comes down to listen i gotta win some more money or let's pay attention um so uh, what you meant you touched on it right some of the things that are positive that have come out of this is that the best players are going to play more often yep um there seems to be a real sense that fans did you know were on the side of the tour players saying that they should get paid. There should be a minimum payment. So the fact that the tour addressed this sort of right. league minimum half a million dollars, although personally, I don't know the, how much of effect that's going to have. It's a two to $3 million expense at the end of the day, because players are going to inevitably ex- exceed 500,000, but yeah. getting it up front as a rookie, that could be helpful. Oh, um, huge getting real, which I think this happened before live opening up the PGA Tour Q school so that players can come straight onto the PGA Tour bypassing Corn Ferry or Latin America, Canadian, or one of their other tours. I think that that was a big mistake getting rid of that straight into the PGA Tour process, in my opinion. What do you think? Well, you know, and it wasn't that many guys, but what they did is they they shifted it to the Corn Ferry Tour to try to help develop these players as they're coming along. A lot of guys would would play that qualifying and play really, really well and get onto the PGA Tour, and then you wouldn't see of them. Right. See anything. So they what really they decided to it. do was to uh, shift it to the Corn Ferry Tour and let them develop a little bit more. But now with the new situation, the top five guys out of, out of Q School for the Corn Ferry Tour are automatically exempt onto the PGA Tour. And I like that. So those are yeah. some things I think that are positives. The the big money guys, um, I still am not convinced that that's going to be a positive thing. I, I just hope, and we haven't seen the format yet. That'll s- still come down the road. But in my opinion, if those elevated events where mm-hmm. the, quote, top players, unquote, are participating, if it's a low number, like 50 or 60 players, no cut, to me, that's a miss. I think you need to have a full 72 
holes, and I think you need to have a cut, and I think you need 120 players. It's okay to have a somewhat limited. It doesn't need to be 156 players, but you ought to at least get 120 players in there, like right. the traditional um, elevated yeah, events. In, invitationals, like invitationals are right yep. are now right. So that gives, and again, uh, go back to my buddy Troy Merritt. So Troy Merritt, maybe maybe he's number 70, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, if, if he continues to play well, he can get into those events, but now he at least has a shot to make the cut and take some, uh, and take advantage of some of that elevated prize money where right now, Troy and other, you know, sort of journeyman players yeah. Yeah. would find themselves on the outside looking in and all of these changes, they don't trickle down. In fact, it actually probably hurts them in a lot of ways. That's the way I look at it. So I don't, I want to take care of the top guys. And I want to take care. Those are the stars, and it's always sports is, is star driven. I understand that, but I do think it's important. You have a contingency of an entire tour that I think you have to pay attention to. And I don't know if this bigger money is going to be a positive for everybody. Well, the big thing that um, the commissioner said is, in two years from now, we're going to see a handful of guys that weren't in the top elite players in the world that could be in the top elite players in the world. So I think what their their whole purpose is to feed players up and into the system, and you get what you want as far as top players in the world, top on the PGA Tour, top in the FedEx Cup, based on their work and how hard they want to work at it. And if a guy wants to work at it, he's going to make his way up there um, with his potential and and all that kind of thing. So I think everything is going to be not a closed ship or a closed, uh, closed elevated venues. I think they are going to be venues where guys have an opportunity to work their way up in the system. I hope so. You know, there's a lot of whining going on at Wentworth this week. Before uh, the Queen passed away, it was all about the live guys showing up to play in this flagship event. Ian Carter, the BBC, was on site for all of it. We're going to talk to him coming up next, right here on Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember... They can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. 
Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, thanks again for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. And we go now to a good friend of ours. He's a BBC golf correspondent, and he's just a veteran journalist. This is a guy that uh, is a consummate professional and uh, a really good person, even better person. Uh, Ian Carter joining us right now. Ian, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm, I'm embarrassed with such fulsome praise. <laughs> oh, it's uh, well, it's 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 well deserved. I mean, you we don't Bob, go there. Don't go there. <laughs> Bob and I, Bob and I have a very high respect for you and what you do, and uh, we sure appreciate the time you spent with us over the years. And we always look forward to seeing you at the U.S. Majors when we have an opportunity for sure. Um, first of all, uh, condolences uh, on the Queen. Perhaps you could put it in perspective what the mood is like, and and when you heard the news, I mean, obviously you were there covering uh, the golf at Wentworth. Maybe take us through how that all went down uh, from a feeling and and uh, as that spread throughout the tournament. Yeah, thanks, Brian. It's um, it's obviously a a very sad time for for the United Kingdom, and I, and I think for for large, overwhelmingly large parts of of the world because she was such a an extraordinary um, figurehead, um, and and obviously the, the Queen uh, here, um, and you know in that respect she was all all we've ever known, all anybody has ever known, really, um, and so uh, this kind of um, change changing of the guard seems a bit of a a very glib way of of, of saying it, but this period of of, of change with King Charles the Third now taking over as the as the monarch um is is something that i think is everyone is is just getting used to um and people are still continuing to call him prince charles <laughs> because that's all we've we, we've we've ever known but he is now obviously the king and she was uh, an extraordinary and remarkable uh queen uh, there's there's no doubt about that much lived loved uh, across the the world and we were uh, at Wentworth uh, yesterday for for the first round of the BMW PGA Championship, which obviously 
started off um, as, as as you would expect, and in the afternoon, when news of her of her illness and 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 serious condition uh, suddenly became became known, there was an an eerie atmosphere amongst those of us in the press room because we had an inkling of what was going on, but obviously out on the golf course, no one had really any any great idea. And then the news uh, came through at 6.30 in the evening local time and immediately um, play was suspended. And the news was imparted on on scoreboards uh, uh, around the golf course and and that was it for the for the day and the, the tented village shut down and spectators you know left the course the players uh, came off off the golf course and then of course it just left a, a big question mark as to what would happen and, and no one did know um, there are there are protocols for for these kind of national events um, but equally um, it's it's largely up to individual organizations to to determine how they're going to, to go about things at a time of national mourning. And so it was only until about an hour and a half ago from the point that I'm, I'm talking to you guys that we got confirmation that the tournament will continue. Uh, it's now going to be a 54-hole event, which given everything that's going on in golf is is, is prompting a, a, a few uh, few wry comments. Um, uh, and and it will resume on, uh, on Saturday and... Um, and we'll have the, the second round, the completion of the first round, the whole of the second round, and then they'll play uh, the final round on Sunday, uh, as as they would normally do. But uh, as I say, it's uh, it's a round short. It's going to be a 54-hole tournament. How do, why did they decide to cut it to 54 and maybe not take it into Monday? Um, it, was it because of the situation with um, the Queen, or what was the reasoning? Well, the statement uh, said that it, it just wouldn't be logistically possible in terms of the, the you know the tented village, the stewarding, and all the infrastructure that that is involved. And uh, you know, reading between the lines, I don't think it's it's you know it, it does make sense because obviously the police service uh, here is going to be under immense strain with a lot of public events happening next week and. Wentworth is is just down the road from from Windsor, um, which is one of the the fo- focal points for the 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 ten days of of mourning that we're now into. Um, so you know that's a factor as as well. So um, it wasn't an option for them to go on into Monday. Ian Carter from the BBC joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So we all, again, share our condolences. And um, she was a remarkable figurehead um, and uh, just just a great example. I, I liked her demeanor. Uh, I, I, don't, I can't say I had many uh, or I had no personal contact with her, but um, just from afar, uh, the demeanor and the example that she set was uh, was certainly something that, that I admired. Um, so you mentioned the 54 <laughs> this and the right comments. I mean... Boy, you know, one of the things that uh, we were, you know, Mr. Pelly had mentioned was, hey, we're finally going to get to play some golf and we're excited about that. And, um, you know, sadly, uh, this week the golf has taken a backseat really to everything. But going to the live stuff and the 54 holes, did you feel more like a tabloid journalist this week with the way players were carrying on? Um, No, not really. I think, um, I think, you know, we've... (laughs) The the, the the tabloids would 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 convey the the story in in their style. Uh, I'm working for the BBC. I'm trying to do it the, the best way I can 
for them, but for whichever media organization that you're working for, this is a, this is a fascinating story. Um, it is uh, hugely significant for the game of golf. Uh, it's important that we reflect what is going on and what the players are saying, because I've never known views so polarized. Um, there is undoubtedly a degree of bitterness that is there. There is also, and I think it's worth making the point, um, that that while friendships are, between players are are undoubtedly under under strain, I think that there is uh, a mutual respect that says that yes, I you know one player can vehemently dis- disagree with another in terms of live golf and what it means for the game and and whether or not they should have turned up at, at Wentworth or not as as seventeen of, of the live players did, um, but that you know, you can separate that away from the personal, the personal aspect of it. But then again, you know, you had Rory McIlroy saying that really he doesn't have much of a relationship with the sort of players that we're talking about, the Impulters, the Lee Westwoods, Sergio Garcias. And that obviously is, I think, very sad given the moments that they have shared, particularly playing as Ryder Cup teammates. And, and really, you know, from, from my point of view as a reporter, observing this, all I can do is talk to those players and, and reflect the, the different points of view. And, and likewise, you know, I spoke at length with Keith Pelly this week as well, the chief executive of the DP World Tour. And, you know, they all have very, very strong views on this. And it is a fascinating, interesting time. It does feel like the game of golf is, is fractured in, in many ways. And I think that there isn't at the moment, an appetite from the, the from the, the the two sides to glue it back together. They're just trying to make either side of the fracture as strong as it possibly can be. And I think we're a way off actually someone turning around and saying, hang on a minute, guys, we've got to come back together. And it's very hard to see when we will reach that, that point and, and how it might play out. Was was the, um, the mood... Uh, from the beginning of the week, even now through now, has it been pretty tense, um, or is it? Uh, uh, is it just? I mean, you've talked about you know the guys talking, um, uh, also the CEO Keith Pelly talking about the tour, the the fracture, that kind of thing. Has it really been tense there this week? Yes, it has. Um, the the many of the live contingent flew flew over from Boston. And we're at Wentworth by Monday morning where the tour's AGM was, was held. And um, players such as uh, Poulter and Westwood and uh, Graham McDowell actually attended that meeting. They posted questions at that meeting, uh, pointed questions, which were noted and minuted and were largely flat-batted back because... Uh, the the tour was saying, well, this is subject to to legal action and there is nothing that we can say at the moment. But having players asking those kind of questions and making sure that they travel across the Atlantic in time to be able to post those questions gives you an idea of the the tension that is there. The the counterbalance to that is I was on the range on Tuesday. I saw Lee Westwood cuddling um, uh, the, the very young twins of Thomas Bjorn. And Bjorn is a is a staunch supporter of the DP World Tour and a, a critic of, of Liv. Um, but they were able to put aside their differences there for through a, a very long-standing and, and, and deep friendship. They went on holiday together earlier this year. You know, so um, there was that aspect to it. Um, it was 
trying to get players to comment on Tuesday wasn't easy. Ian Poulter, who normally never says no, said no to speaking. Uh, Graham McDowell would only speak kind of off the record and was saying, I don't want to comment at this stage. And you've got the feeling that these live players just wanted not to stir uh, anything up. I did manage to speak to Sergio Garcia for, on the record for uh, around about 10 minutes. He didn't say anything earth-shattering. He was the only one that was really breaking for cover early in the week. Uh, but then we had the official news conferences. Um, Rory McIlroy, very outspoken, very, very strong in supporting the, the status quo, having a go at the players from Liv, saying they might be too tired come Sunday. This is when he thought it was a 72-hole tournament. Um, and, and suggesting that if they wanted to come back to the tour later down the line, that they'd have to go to Q school. He was very, very strong. Uh, Keith Pelly was very, very strong in his uh, press conference and bullish about the strategic alliance with the PGA Tour. John Rahm was very strong. Um, Shane Lowry was. You know, a lot of players spoke up as the week went on. So to answer your question, yes, a lot of tension um, in, in the air before the, the, the golf got underway. Um, and it, it kind of was, was still there when players were coming off uh, on, on Thursday afternoon, it was still there when you were talking to them. Um, it was always a topic of, of conversation, you know, depending on which side of the, the argument they, they lay. And they were, they were still very, very strongly supportive of their, their side of the argument, whether it was Poulter or, or McDowell from, from Liv or uh, other players, you know, from uh, you know, McElroy again, uh, reiterating the strength of his views. So, uh, and then, of course, the the news broke about the, the the Queen, and and from from that moment onwards, well, we haven't heard from any golfers, and uh, and and quite rightly so, to be honest, because you know that all kind of paled into insignificance compared with the the national event that that has occurred here. Ian Carter, BBC, joining us. So before we let you go, and, and well said, thank you for setting the scene for us. Um, where do you stand on all this? You've covered this game for a long time. Uh, what, what's your feeling and, and where do you see this going and, and what, what would you like to see happen at this point in time? It's a, it's a very, very good question. And, you know, I've, I've tried very hard to be as neutral as I can be in, in, my, in my coverage. I've seen comments on the BBC Sport website from many a reader who feels that I'm very much in the camp of the, of the status quo. Others read into things that I've said that suggest that I may be a bit of a fan of, of live. And, and honestly, I, I don't really think I fall into either camp. I'm, I'm just trying to reflect what is going on. And that might sound like a cop out, but that's actually my job. Um, and, um, and, and I, I, you know, I, I worry about the, the sport being fractured. I don't think it can afford to be fractured because in the general scheme of things, it's a niche sport and there are much bigger sports and ultimately people will tire of disputes and will look elsewhere for their, for their entertainment. That's my, my fear right now. The interest that is being generated by it means that there are more eyeballs on golf than I can remember. And, uh, you know, I've certainly never been so busy and never been, um, you know, on, as many BBC outlets and beyond talking about this. 
um, because it is fascinating. The future of the game is at stake. There is a massive power struggle coming on, coming in. Uh, Liv has arrived on the scene. It is there to disrupt. It is there um, to cause as, as much, I don't want to say as much damage to, to the status quo as, as possible, but it wants to shake things up. It thinks that golf could be and should be uh, showcased in a in in the way that they're going about it. Fifty four hole shotgun starts, smaller window of of TV coverage, and all the razzmatazz going uh, with that. I um, as as it's gone on, I've been reminded more and more about the glory of seventy two hole golf, and I think it's quite lazy to say it's boring. I think that you look at each and every one of the four majors that we've had. You look at the Players' Championship. You look at um, the FedEx Cup playoffs. And they all served up the most magnificent sport one way or another. And I think that the sport has to celebrate that and realize that that there is a reason why 72 holes has, has lasted as long as it has. Um, and I, I'd hate to see that go. So that's that's really where where my allegiances lie. But equally, I can see merits in uh, looking at different ways, getting getting the big names together more frequently, making it easier for people to understand, to make it more attractive uh, to the general public. And then there's obviously the moral side of it as well, the source of the money for for live, which obviously is um, something given Saudi Arabia's human rights record that puts another uh, dimension on that, which uh, gives people pause for thought as to the, the validity of it, of it all and, and whether or not you know golf should be going down that route. That's all really well said. Uh, Ian, thanks again for your time. Really, really appreciate it, and there's a lot to digest there. And, and the thing that I'm keying on, uh, is is you 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 said my point exactly? Is this is a niche sport? It, you know, compared to sport around the world, golf is tiny, and I, I just I can't think that it's good for the game to 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 fraction itself. And um, I, I just think we're fooling ourselves if we think golf is strong enough to be able to split it up that way. So hopefully, we'll see the best players playing together. That that as you mentioned, that that certainly would be the best thing for the game. But uh, again, uh, condolences on the queen. We wish you the best over the next ten days, and uh, thanks again for your time and uh, for for sharing that insight thanks guys really really appreciate that no problem always good to be with you ian carter with the bbc's golf correspondent veteran golf journalist he's author he did a great book this year as well about the 150th open championship and uh, he's a great follow on social media as well we'll take a short break more real golf continues next for over two decades first tee has created experiences that build character we believe every kid deserves to feel supported safe to try something new and to be prepared for what comes next we develop their swing but more importantly their inner strength because we know what's inside doesn't just count it changes the game come join us at first tee visit firsttee.org when we think speed we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new rogue st drivers really i just think about hitting bombs yeah Past him. When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know, but I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think... Oh, that's bomb! With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. 
nastier bombs. Think speed. Go rogue with Callaway, the kings of distance. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Why do you play Chrome Soft? It helps me win majors. Same here. I agree. Yo, we want to hit those bombs. Oh, like these? And you? I get way better consistency. And control. There's just no ball that's better. Chrome Soft. Better for the best. Better for everyone. We all love heading to St. George for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What's been missing is a Scottsdale-style golf resort where you can stay and play and own your own residence. That's why we're building Black Desert Resort at Entrada, offering exceptional amenities from a spa, world-class dining and shopping, water park, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an outdoor paradise. Find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available now at blackdesertresort.com. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. This segment is brought to you by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com. They've got some updates on the construction and uh, the real estate units that are available for purchase. This thing is uh, getting very, very exciting. I was down there again this week, and the golf course growing in so nicely. Nine holes will open up in about six weeks' time. Uh, it's a Tom Weiskopf championship design course, and, uh, of course, we lost Tom just recently. So this will be his final 18-hole masterpiece, and it is going to be something to behold and a great tribute to Tom Weiskopf as uh, this thing opens up. Black Desert Resort, check out the real estate opportunities available. Terrific golf community. There in southern Utah at blackdesertresort.com. Uh, thanks again to Ian Carter for the BBC joining us there. He had, I thought he had some great comments. Good for him. Ian is a professional. He's a journalist. And he refrained from putting personal opinion in there. I would love to have gotten his personal opinion. But he did state some concerns that he has. And that is the fact that, and I've, I've been saying this from the beginning, golf's not as big as what everybody thinks it is. Right. And compared to other sports out there like football and, uh, uh, you know, Premier League soccer, you know, those types of things, uh, it is NBA basketball, college football. I mean, it is, it is not that, right, NHL? Yeah, it's just a blip on the map. It is. And so for us to think that golf is big enough that we can have these two things going, 
I do think it hurts. The pie's not getting any bigger. So this grow, the idea of grow the game initiative, I'm not buying it. I think it hurts the game in a lot of ways. So, and he mentioned that, that there, there's a real risk there. Um, so I, that, that was the biggest thing that I, that I took away from what he said. He did yeah. say the positives are that the big names are going to play together. That's important, right? I mean, again, I, I see that as a problem in the NBA where you'll go to a, a game and you're expecting to see uh, one of the stars play and they're on load management and they're just sitting in street clothes on the bench. Well, that you paid a lot of money. Maybe you brought one of your kids with you that was, uh, you know, this was a lifetime, once in a lifetime opportunity to see one of these great players and they were taking the night off and resting. And so I see how if you were a tournament organizer and putting a tournament together and none of the big names showed up, then, you know, you would be, you know, left maybe without a big draw or getting the bang for your buck from your sponsorship. So here's the collateral of all that, Bob, is those elevated vents are obviously going to be amazing. There's only going to be yes. 20 of them. And we've already got the ones that are, they're pretty much already set with majors and invitationals. And then they're going to sprinkle in a few others to be announced. But what about the rest of them? What about the other 15 events or so on the schedule? Where, That's about right. There's th- 15, 35 yeah, total. But, yeah. So where, what are those events to, to think? Are they going to be essentially elevated corn fairy events? At this point in time, like, no. I think that's something that the tour is going to have to say, you know, how do we reconcile with these folks? Now, all sponsorship deals, I'm not saying specifically to golf, but just generally speaking, if you're looking at sponsorship deals, maybe it's a golf tournament that you're going to play in a charity golf tournament. There's levels of sponsorship opportunities, right? right? There's right. your top level and their medium level and low level. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what the tour events turn out to be. You want to, you want to be a PGA tour tournament sponsor then you've got three options. You can sponsor the top level, the medium level, or the low level, and that will determine what kind of event that you end up having. Perhaps, I don't know. Um, but it, it, those are the things that stood out from what Ian said there at the end. Well, and I don't think personally uh, that that the events, the other 15 events, they're, they're not going to change. They're not going to be any different than what they are right now as far as purses and everything are concerned. You're still Guys are still going to be making... 1.2 to 1.5 million dollars every week um and you're going to see you know you're going to see great players playing those events as well they've got a, the the elite players have to play 3 of them um but the, the whole thing is about the sponsor as to which of those events become elite tier events because of the sponsor one year says um or or for multiple years says you know I'm willing to pony up for that big sponsorship so that we can have all the elite players in the world in this market, then, then it happens. What would be really cool is, is those other four are on a rotational basis. Like, like, uh, you know, uh, the John Deere classic, maybe once every four years or once every five years, they say, yeah, we'll pony up for that one for, for one out of four or one out of three, something like that. And maybe that's kind of what they build into it as far as the sponsors are concerned. But the PGA Tour is going to still be the PGA Tour. The difference between the PGA Tour and the Corn Ferry is still going to be that projected million dollars plus. Um, and uh, that's going to be the developmental tour. The other tours are going to feed into the Corn Ferry Tour. And um, the PGA Tour, those 15 events are still going to be great events. Uh, they're going to not be lackluster events at all. And then you're going to have the elite events, which is for 
uh, which is the next tier above. Well, so I hope so. I think it's still going to be great. It's uh, the PGA Tour is not going to have anything to apologize for. Okay, well, I hope that's true. Hope you're right on with that. The other thing that Ian mentioned that I that I wanted to, to touch on is that sports fans eventually, if this bickering continues, they're going to be like, eh. I got other options, you know, and that goes along with, you know, the size of the sure. golf fits in sure. the sports landscape. But so I th- do think we need to be careful. And there was a lot of whining uh, at the beginning of the week. <laughs> I mean, what yeah. do we have? Uh, Poulter and, and, Poulter uh, and Billy Horschel. They were kind of a little bit toe to toe on the practice screen. And, and certainly in the comments, Billy Horschel was, wasn't holding back. Uh, he no. said, he said, after I listened to him on golf channel, he said, they just had a discussion. He said it was just they were stating their points, but they were civil about it. They they, yeah. they don't hate each other because they, no. they disagree. No, not at all. And I think that's the important thing is you can, you can have differing opinions, but you don't have to be uh, belligerent about it. You know, you don't have to go to fisticuffs or whatever. Um, you know, you can you can make some statements. You can state your opinion like Billy Horschel did. You know, he said, I don't have a problem with them going there, but just don't try to come back and think you're going to cherry pick events on the PGA Tour. Rory McIlroy, basically kind of the same thing. There's tour school if you want to come back. <laughs> well, that um, was not the same thing. He was throwing some <laughs> jabs in there. That's okay, but that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. He oh, I'm good it with it. I loved it, yeah. And, 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 and very matter of fact, that's... That's where he's at in the level of the game. He's kind of the the torchbearer. So um, I I found it was very refreshing this week. John Rom said, "Look, I'll I'll just say this that I have a personal stake in this because one of his good friends from Spain yep. was the first one out who yes. had played twenty events on the DP World Tour this year. Didn't get into this premier event because the live guys came over and took those spots. Right. And the only reason they're coming over it's not because they're interested in the European tour, the DP World Tour. Sorry." Um, it's because they want world ranking points. And that's mm-hmm. what he had a problem with. Yes. You know, you're just trying to game the system and you're taking places from guys that love the DP World Tour and have put their whole career and energy into that particular right. tour. And they get bumped out of it. It'd be like losing out on the Players' Championship because somebody wanted to come over from another tour that mm-hmm. wasn't even part of that, you, you know, the PGA Tour, for instance. And so I, I get what they're saying. I understand the, the thoughts about it. Even Rom though went on to say he didn't have a problem with Poulter and Westwood and some of these guys that had spent their uh their whole career supporting the PGA tour up to this yeah. point. So yeah. It's interesting. But again, I think Ian Carter makes a good point. The bickering and the whining and all this stuff with a bunch of millionaires and arguing with more millionaires <laughs> and trying to get more billionaires involved usually doesn't sit well ultimately with the general sports fan. So uh, we'll see where it all shakes out. How we had to talk President's Cup. We've got so much to get to. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob, you're listening to Real Golf Radio. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789-800-944-1789-800-944-1789-800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. 
If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Thanks again for joining us here in hour number one of Real Golf Radio. Thanks to Ian Carter, the BBC, for joining us and uh, giving us uh, a sense of how things are going there at uh, Wentworth and, uh, of course, with the, the Queen's passing and all of that, if you missed it. Find us on your favorite podcast site or just follow us on Twitter at Real Golf. We'll post that interview and you can listen to it. It's in its entirety. Coming up on the back nine, hour number two, uh, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. And we've got to talk President's Cup, Bob. Yeah. You know, there were some, although this thing is completely lopsided, like 11 1 and 1, I think, there have been some epic battles. It's yes. not that this thing is just a blowout, not worth watching. You know, Harlem Globetrotters, Washington Generals kind of thing every year. It's actually really good. In fact, the last President's Cup was dynamic. Um, and it ended up being that the U.S. came out on, on top, of course. But um, really, really good stuff. I'll be curious to get the caddy's thoughts on it and your thoughts on maybe what the future of the President's Cup is, especially with the live defectors. Yeah, I think the President's Cup has continued to go on. I think it will thrive. And as it gets more of that tradition going with uh, the PGA Tour, then I think um, you're going to see some exciting stuff. The European Tour decided to do a new Ryder Cup-style event, um, and that's coming out in, I think, 2024. All right, we'll talk about it all coming up next on hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. It's right around the corner. Thanks for joining us here. Stay tuned.
Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Tune in every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time for the Video Game Review. We'll review games. We'll give away a brand new game. We'll talk cheat codes, new releases, and your calls as well. That's right here every Sunday night on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. New figures from the Labor Department show jobless claims are down in the United States. The new report for the week ending September 3rd shows the numbers of seasonally adjusted initial claims at 222,000, which is a decrease of around 6,000 from the week before. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin announces another $675 million tax dollars in additional aid are headed to Ukraine. The latest package includes more Gimlers, 105mm howitzers, artillery munitions, harm missiles, Humvees, armored ambulances, anti-tank systems, small arms, and more. Austin, who served on the board of Raytheon, which is one of the world's largest weapons makers, making that announcement while in Germany. While Hurricane Kay has weakened to a Category 1 storm, the storm is still expected to bring lots of rain and gusty winds to parts of California and Arizona. While the storm is moving up the coast of Baja, California, it won't make landfall in the United States. Still, some of the heaviest rain will be in areas east of San Diego and Los Angeles. Significant rainfall is also expected in the deserts as far east as Yuma or even Phoenix. Doctors are continuing to supervise Queen Elizabeth II, according to Buckingham Palace. UK Parliament member Ian Blackford acknowledges the health concerns in Parliament. We're saddened to hear the announcement that's been made, and the thoughts and prayers of all of us will be with Her Majesty the Queen, and indeed with the royal family. The NFL season kicks off Thursday night with the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams hosting the Buffalo Bills. Kickoff set for 8.20 Eastern Time. This is USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-568-2790. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-568-2790. 800-568-2790. Nearly 750 illegal immigrants have died trying to cross the southern border this fiscal year. Customs and Border Patrol saying in a statement that smuggling organizations are abandoning illegal immigrants in remote and dangerous areas, leading to a rise in the number of rescues, but also tragically a rise in the number of deaths. A Democrat running for governor is giving the thumbs up to President Biden's speech last Thursday. 
From the USA Radio News West Coast News Bureau, Lance Pry explains. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's Democrat challenger, Charlie Crist, made it known he's proud of Biden's recent hateful and decisive speech targeting Republicans. Charlie Crist also thinks Republicans are a threat to American democracy. I thought it was a great speech. You know, the guy's telling the truth. Democracy is at stake in this election. And the point of the spear is Florida. I mean, we have an autocrat in Governor DeSantis who would like to be a dictator of America. He wants to run for president. Uh, that's crystal clear, I think, to everybody. And what President Biden did was ring the alarm and say, this is a real threat to democracy in our country. The 9-11 Memorial and Museum is getting ready for Sunday's 21st anniversary of the September 11th attacks. The traditional reading of the name ceremony by 9-11 family members will take place on the Memorial Plaza in Lower Manhattan. Vice President Kamala Harris will be attending the event. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign, so print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash thisisyoursign for details. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Well, we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the 10th tee? On to the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the tenth hole. Here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, well, thank you very much and welcome in. It is hour number two of the back nine of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Great to have you alongside talking golf with you for 23 years here on the show. You can find us on Twitter, at RealGolf. We've had some great sponsors. Callaway Golf, Black Desert Resort. A lot of great local sponsors within our uh, flagship station, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate all of you for tuning in. The Caddy's going to join us here in hour number two. Ian Carter from the BBC joined us in hour number one to talk about the passing of the Queen and how it affected golf and uh, the tournament over there on the DP World Tour, the BMW Championship there at Wentworth. 
And Bob, it felt a little soap opera-ish, didn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> leading up to, to golf. And then we thought we were going to finally get into golf and then the Queen's passing. And, and so golf again takes uh, a backstage to that news. But uh, boy, it's no shortage of opinions uh, continuing right. between, especially between players. And Graham McDowell said, hey, Rather than the courts and all this stuff, why don't you just let the players decide on the DP World Tour what they want? Let the live players say why we want to support uh, the you know ten to twelve uh, DP World Tour events every year, and let the the put Keith Pelly's stuff out there, his comments, and just let the players, let the three hundred and twenty six players decide how it should move forward. How do you think that would go down? Well, I don't, you know, I mean, in what comments from Rory McIlroy, that's not the way it's done. The way it's done is that you you have to you have to play and you have yeah. to play a certain number of events and you have to play your way onto the tour and keep your status current with the tour and that they are membership tours and there are certain rules and regulations that you have to apply by by that uh, just to say hey leave it up to the players um, doesn't work and it won't work well it can't work because no. again it comes down to money Rory's not going to say, yeah, okay, why don't you guys leave and go take your $150 million and and then come back and get everything I have here. Yeah. Why I choose not to go out there and get that $150 million And take certainly... away spots from other players. Right. So, it's you know, it, it, is, it does come down to money and, and, and principle and, and their organizations, you know. What are you, yep. you going to stand by and what are you not going to stand by? So, anyway, we got stuff to get into President's Cup. We'll do that coming up next. Thanks for joining us here. Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet. The faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. Attention weekend gardeners, don't let insect pests destroy your hard work. Fight back with Maggie's Farm, created by pest control professionals. Maggie's Farm plant and mineral-based products provide amazingly effective insect control, like our 3-in-1 garden spray for organic gardening. Deadly on garden insects, but safe to use around children and pets. Maggie's Farm, lethal to bugs, easy on the planet. Now, for a limited time, get a free box of our patented no-spill and kill bait stations with purchase at greenbugkiller.com. That's greenbugkiller.com. Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year, you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward into art class. A four-foot replica of the Statue of Liberty using elbow macaroni. With glue and art supplies from Staples. By tomorrow. This week, Crayola 24-count crayons, Staples comp books, and two-pocket poly folders are each just 50 cents. Get everything on your list at amazing prices. This year, go forward to school with Staples. Shop in-store, online, or buy online and pick up in-store. Ends 9-10, limit 30. Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. 
If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. This segment is brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new Jaws Raw Wedges. The most aggressive grooves in golf just got even better. Check out Jaws Raw at uh, CallawayGolf.com. And again, thanks for being with us here on Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob can find us on Twitter, at Real Golf. Uh, we also have our own personal Twitter handles if you want to check those out as well. Um, I did tune in last week. Mm-hmm. I had to dial up the YouTube tune page. Tune in to? YouTube. I, I dialed up the YouTube page. Uh, okay. And, you know, you can. I went ahead and then cast it up onto my TV. and So you, you can actually watch it there, right, on the big screen. I'm watching yep. the Live Golf event, right, on Sunday. Yep. And I wanted to see what, what's coming down. I wanted to give it a chance, right? Because there are obviously a lot of passionate golf fans that are totally on board with Live. Yeah. And obviously I'm a passionate golf fan that's not been supportive of Live. Right? I think everybody knows that. But look, let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens here. You know, maybe we can put this behind us. So I tune it in, and it just didn't grab me, Bob. I, 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 don't, I don't know what to say. It felt like I, I don't know how that I love the lead announcer. I did like him in, you know, um, uh, shoot, I just forgot the soccer name. What's the soccer show that I like? Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. Ted Lasso. Yeah. I liked him on Ted Lasso, right? Mm-hmm. I think he was fun to listen to in that setting. But, man, to hear him just... I just felt like it was like, what am I watching here? And the board going up and down. And then the fact that that and the fact that the board was on there all the time was distracting yeah. to me. Uh, and the bright colors sort of felt like a Toontown kind of thing. And then uh, the fact that it was like two holes to play. I was watching the end of this thing to see how it all wrapped up. And they were literally talking about how they asked players, would you rather start on one or finish on one? And I guess one last week was a, was a tough hole. Yeah. And so they were saying, no, you'd rather get that out of the way. So then they, they started you know, talking about how there, there was a distinct advantage. And then they tried to talk around it and tried to deny the fact that there was any advantage to not finishing on a particular hole. So it was like it was, they were talking in circles around this. And I just, I don't know. I, my other comment, again, I thought David Faraday has been very good over the years. I didn't in particularly enjoy his 18th hole you know, booth commentary i I didn't Mm -hmm. i didn't love it um so all in all i found it to be tough to follow i had no idea where the team stuff was i really didn't quite get how it was all coming down i didn't like that there was there wasn't a a large gathering at the at the end for the winner 
per se. Like it was all over the place. Some of the guys were out on that first hole with, which was their second to the last hole and no one was even around. Yeah. So it was, it was just strange. It just didn't feel, but again, this is coming from a guy that likes tradition and not necessarily a lot of change. So that's well, the only time there was a gathering, so to speak, was during the playoff when they played the par five and everybody, everybody was able to go from the places where, where they had been watching the particular groups where they were at to come all the way back um, to get together for that, that final um, or the playoff matches. But the other thing I found interesting and I've, I watched it the very first week for about five minutes and I watched a little bit last week um, at the beginning of the tournament, to, you know, to see uh, Walking Neiman and, and Cam Smith and those guys. Um, and, you know, the, the time that players are on the practice tee and also on the pla- practice screen before they tee off is kind of the time where you kind of, I, I don't know, it's kind of their sacred time, so to speak, as they're getting ready and preparing to play um, professional golf and, and and hopefully go out and shoot a good score. Well, the, that time, I mean, it was like it was like football commentary, you know, uh, interviewing a coach between before the game as the team's running on the field or in in halftime or whatever. Uh, this was this was time right when they were on the range. And, and, you know, they've got an interviewer asking two or three questions before they go to tee off and that kind of thing, which really promotes to me the idea that is more of a show and less of a full-blown competition. Uh, yeah. Uh, and look through three events also, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, you know, he was one of the more popular players to leave. Yep. Um, he finished 17th. Last week, individually, 34th mm-hmm. the week the tournament before and 10th in the Portland event. So the three U.S. events that he's played in, 10th, 34th, 17th. Last week, his team did finish second, and uh, he's had a 6th and a ninth place finish in the team competition. So um, his, uh, his round so far, 72, 69, 73 in Portland, 71, 74, 73, finishing plus 5 in Bedminster. And then 69, 69, 66 for a six under total there in Boston. So just as an example, that's uh, the captain of the Crushers there. That's that's what uh, what Bryson has done so far. And interestingly enough, he still has yet to win a million dollars through yes. half the season through, through four, four events. events. Yeah, so he's right. averaging less than a quarter million dollars now. None of that really matters because he got paid massive amounts up front, right? Yeah, 150 plus or 100 plus. So there you go. So anyway, it's just kind of interesting. Um, now there are only a couple of players that actually made more than ten million dollars, and that was Cam Smith and Scotty Scheffler as far as official money. But then when you add in the FedEx Cup bonus money, um, obviously Rory went from eight and a half to what twenty six and a half mm-hmm. million dollars. So there's like, like you know, for instance, that's a massive jump. Scotty Scheffler would have taken fourteen and added another five and a half. Um, so he would have been pushing $20 million on his season. So it's not that there's no money to be made out there on the uh, PGA tour. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah. And when the PGA tour starts, um, with their 20 event series, um, kind of elite events uh, on the PGA tour schedule, those guys are, um, whoever wins those events are going to be making, um, $3.6 million per event. So there's 20 of them where, 
Um, and then the other events are going to be somewhere between 1.2 and 1.5. So it's a lot of money being made in golf. If you're a good golfer right now, no doubt. (laughs) Yes, there is. All right, let's get into the president's cup. We've talked a lot, talked a lot about live. Um, I, I should mention Bob that you and I ran into a real life pirate this week on the golf course. And he wanted us to talk about who would win the live golfers or the tour golfers at Wentworth if they actually went into fisticuffs. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I did want to mention that uh, we were being goaded um, by a, an actual pirate to talk about that, but we're, we're not going to get into that. Let, let's jump to the president's cup. Uh, Captain Immelman, he had six picks. Um, he was probably the most gutted from the live, if you yes. will. And, uh, what did you let's go through those six picks, Bob, and what did you make of them? Like you said, um, probably the most gutted. So it's kind of the next man up. And um, I mean that the team comprises Hideki Matsuyama, Sum JM, Tom Kim, Corey Connors, Mito Pereira, Adam Scott. Um, and then you've got Taylor Pendris, Sebastian Munoz, Siwoon Kim, Cam Davis, um, Christian Buesenhut, and KH Lee. So, um, you say Behusen Hoot, I say Bazaden Hoot. I don't know. <laughs> so, you got you Tomato got Bazaden Hout, you got Bazaden Hout, Cam Davis, Siwoo Kim, Taylor yep. Pendrith, Sebastian Munoz, and KH Lee. Those are your six captains' Correct. picks. Um, and all good players, all guys that have played extremely well this year and had opportunities to win, if not some of them did win. Um, and uh, I'm just I'm, I'm impressed by the guys that they have up there. A, a lot of younger guys, you know, Hideki, of course, and Adam Scott, but Corey Connors is there, Mito Pereira, first year on tour. Tom Kim uh, just barely year. got any status? Tom Kim just barely got status, and he won at Greensboro at the end of the year and vaulted all the way up there. Um, Sunjay M, of course, uh, finished uh, tied for second at the at the Players' Championship, not Players' Championship, excuse, excuse me, um, the Tour Championship. So, um, I, you know, I think it's a good team, but I don't think it doesn't get to where um, the PGA Tour site is. Let's look at the U.S. team. Now, these are your six captain picks. Imagine Immelman having the opportunity to pick these guys, beginning with Jordan Spieth. Hello. Um, <laughs> Cameron Young. Yep. Colin Morikawa. Yep. Billy Horschel. Yep. Kevin Kisner. And Max Homa. Yeah. I mean, you could make an argument that those six picks could outduel the top six players from the President's Cup. No doubt about it. You know, and and the first the first six automatic were Patrick Cantley, Sam Burns, Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, Xander Shoffley, and Tony Finau. I meant the sorry, I should clarify that the, they could outduel this top six from the international president's cup team. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That the the strength in the in the US squad is amazing right now. Um they they basically almost went straight down the line from the top six to to the next twelve. Of course, uh, Xander Shoffley was number or no, not Xander Shoffley, but Will Zalatoris was number seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of his bulging disc in his back and that kind of thing, he can't he can't play and will not play. Um, but they skipped over a couple guys, Tom Hogue, Tom Hogue, and uh, J T. Poston uh, to jump down to get pick up Kevin Kissner. Kissner has played this type type of an event, a President's Cup once before. 
Um, very successful, has not been able to play a Ryder Cup yet. But uh, the guys that they picked, Cameron Young, of course, Rookie of the Year, um, and uh, and Billy Horschel, who is, um, and Colin Morikawa won the Open Championship last yeah, year and also um, another major championship in the PGA, you know, um, you're stacked. You're stacked on the U.S. side. Yeah, it's a big. It's a big team. It's a good team. Uh, we can talk about some of the other ones. You know, maybe Sayeth Thagala should have got an opportunity. We can talk about some of that. Caddy's going to join us coming up as well. We'll continue talking Presidents Cup next, right here on Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember... They can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. 
Talking Golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. This segment is brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in southern Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com, a Tom Weisskopf championship design golf course, a hotel, spa, uh, hiking and biking trails, a 36-hole putting course that's lit up at night. The 19th hole will be lit up as well right behind the Resort Center Hotel. This is going to be such a fantastic place. It's going to be the place, the gym to play golf in southern Utah year-round. Great opportunity to own some real estate there as well. Check out blackdesertresort.com. Um, <clears throat> talking about the President's Cup, and the caddy will join us hopefully before this hour is over. But I'm looking at those picks, Bob, and yeah, it's true. Billy Horschel's 35 years old, but he is a rookie. And I think Billy Horschel has the, I mean, look at how he's come out on this whole lift thing this week and (laughs) and really throughout the year. But I think he has the opportunity to fill that bad boy Patrick Reed role, maybe even more likable than Patrick Reed, which I know is not saying that that's a fairly low bar. I don't know that how many Patrick Reed fans are left. The guy's kind of the whole cheating and all the different stuff right. that, you know, it's kind of been tough, mm-hmm. but you, you look at Horschel, he's fiery. I think he's going to be fantastic in match play. And it wouldn't surprise me if he kind of has that, that P Reed kind of captain America fire guy. What do you think? Well, well, he and Kevin Kissinger kind of fit that bill. And both of those guys are um, a little bit on the older scale. Like you said, in their thirties, the rest of them, um, they almost seem like, so to speak, quite assassins, assassins, um, and they go about their business and they play phenomenal golf. But I agree with you 100 percent. Billy, um, Billy Horschel um, is not a guy that shies away from anything. We saw it this week as he as he went and talked with Ian Poulter on the putting green and they kind of stood there toe to toe going going at it a little bit and, and speaking their mind. And then you think about Kevin Kistner and and the steeliness of him as well when he plays in a golf tournament or he's competing in a major championship and this is a great golf course for him because he was leading after 54 holes at the PGA Championship there at Quail Hollow so he it's a golf course that he likes as well yeah and then Justin Thomas ended up winning so yep. um I, I agree with you I look at this roster I gotta I gotta be honest you know you talk about gutting a tour. Okay, because Live Golf is going to take the stars from the PGA Tour. I, I like the look of this team. Cantley oh, yeah. and Burns, Thomas and Scheffler, Shoffley and Finau, Cam yeah. Young, a new guy we didn't even know about. Seems like he's going to be fun to watch. And Horse, you know, Cam's got some, Cam Young's got some of that inner fire, maybe quiet assassin, as you mentioned. Morikawa's kind of that quieter, quieter guy. Kiz is certainly a bit. Well, he, he can he can be a little more fiery, but you know, and Speed can get fired up. But Home is kind of that quiet. Home is one you just almost know, you don't see him coming, right? Um, but what a great what a I great like personality, him, right? I like him. I like him a lot. Uh, other than him beating Tony Finau in the playoff there in L.A., but uh, I I love him. I love his personality. Um, yeah. Max Homa is a good player, and I'm excited he's on the team. So there's there's this idea that, okay, it looks like on paper this is going to be a layup win for the U.S. So maybe you ought to introduce some of these young guys, like a Sayeth Thagala. Uh, and yet it they're, they're, the tour has a – there's a history on these teams that these captains, who are obviously older and having had played on the tour, that they sort of take care of the guys that have been there, right? And so you look at a Billy Horschel, you look at a um, – 
a Kevin Kisner that gets the pick over, say, a, a brand new guy like Sayeth Thigala. I I'm not here to say whether or not they should have picked a guy like Sayeth. Right. I think Sayeth right. would have been fun to watch. I would say that Sayeth is more of a potential future. Uh, President's Cupper than say Kisner is or Horschel, um, at least long term, obviously for the age. But I, I think when you got young guys like Cam Young in there already, Sam mm-hmm. Burns is a new, relatively new guy, mm-hmm. right? Max Homa, Homa's new. So, yep. and, and so I think w- with, I think it's a good. I think those were good picks, right? I think that picking some veterans on that team is probably good because the one thing you do lose out on is the veteran leadership of the Dustin Johnsons. You know, Phil Mickelson's not going to even be in the team room. You know, those types of things where guys, there was some, some, I, I guess, legacy that's not going to be there from those that went to live. Well, and um, yeah, you know, Phil Mickelson uh, wouldn't have been there other than he would have been a vice captain. Yeah, that's um, what I meant, in the team room. You know, DJ would have been in there, like you said, legacy. Uh, you know, probably Brooks could have been in there. Brooks maybe and Bryson Kevin probably Ma. would have been in there. Who? Bryson? Brooks and Bryson yeah. probably would have yeah. been there. But yeah. honestly, I – so DJ, you know, we had this conversation again out on the golf course. These, those I don't necessarily miss those guys. I no. mean, the Brooks and Bryson thing got a little tiresome. I, I just as soon watch, you know, Cam Young and Sam Burns, quite yeah. frankly. Now yeah. I know those aren't the the stars of Brooks and Bryson. They haven't won the major championships, but you know who's to say they're not going to. Well, you know, you look at Cameron Young. Okay, Cameron Young was right there at the PGA. He was right there at the Open Championship. Um, you know, two top fives, a second, I think, and a third. So you know, there's a guy that is 25 years old that's got huge amount of potential to win a major championship. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't won think... He's $9.5 million, not including his FedEx Cup bonus. So, yeah. without a win. Yeah, without a win. That's a lot, that's I mean, a lot of good was, golf. The guy was in the mix all the time. Yeah, And uh, it's just fun to watch him. He bombs it off the tee. He's got a great putting stroke. Um, and makes a lot of putts, and and that's a good recipe. That's a great recipe for um, for any type of golf to win on the PGA Tour around the world in professional golf. So, um, yeah, the, I think it's an absolute. It was a it was a a layup as far as I'm concerned with the guys that they picked and the guys that are going to be on the team and round out the team. So you talk about this international team. Tell me, Bob, get, make a case for this international team coming together and challenging this stacked U.S. team. Well, I think it's going to be tough because uh, Captain Immelman lost some players initially um, with once Liv started up, and then they got, you know, they got uh, a couple more guys, uh, three, what, three, at least three more guys that got taken away from him as well. So you're, you know, you're looking at, you're looking at five of the 12 players that potent, that should have been on this international squad that are playing for live golf and won't be able to play. So, um, I thought it was kind of funny, Cam Smith and Mark Leishman sitting up there at the event in Boston and Cam Smith saying, yeah, we'd love to play. Um, and, and hopefully we can play with the international squad and, and, uh, and, and, 
and be in the in the Presidents Cup, you know, and they that that boat has already sailed. Yeah, you're you're down the road. Um, wishful thinking, but this is going to be this is going to be a good team. They're going to compete, but I still don't think they have a chance against the U.S. squad. No, they got five rookies. You know, yeah. of the six yeah. picks, he he grabbed five rookies. You know, and it's it's gonna. But but what what other choice does he have? And I always go back to Dave Stockton when yeah. he captained that Ryder Cup war on the shore. Right? He he put his rookies out there. They they don't know any different. No, they don't know they're not supposed to win. Just go no. go put them out there and go have them let them play some good golf because in an eighteen hole match anything can happen. We've seen that, and yep. so it wouldn't surprise me if those guys you know go out there and 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 make some noise. I mean. I, I don't know. When I look at this, I mean, look, Matsuyama, Eam, uh, Corey Connors, great young player. Yep. Adam Scott, I'm going to ask you yep. about him in a second. Um, Siwoo Kim, obviously a lot of game. You know, K.H. Lee has played well lately. Cam Davis has been playing well. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about Taylor Pendriff, but the interesting thing about Mito Pereira is he burst on that same scene with Cam Young there at the PGA Yeah, in Tulsa. And, and, and don't forget how he got there. I mean, he ends up, his first year on the Corn Ferry Tour, winning three times, he got the battlefield promotion from the Corn Ferry Tour to the PGA Tour and was very competitive right from the get-go, Get, putting himself, making a lot of cuts, putting himself in the mix. And then, like you said, yeah, he was he was right there until that final, final shot off the tee on the 18th hole in the 72nd hole where he hit it in the creek and ended up making a number and – and ended up missing the the playoff, but he's a great player, um, and um, he's got a lot of fire burning inside of him. So he's a guy you got to watch out for. And I think Tom Kim might steal the show for the international team. I mean, he's, why the heck not, right? He's a young kid, right? man. Why he's the heck young? Not? He's like twenty, isn't he? Yeah, I think yeah. maybe. Yeah, he's nineteen or twenty, something. Yeah, like that. so exactly. Now, let me ask you about Adam Scott. We got to take a break here in a second, but I, I look at Adam Scott on that team, and I guess in the back of my mind, I'm thinking. How has he not already gone over to live? I mean, yeah. you got to know that he and Norman have been buddies. I'm, you know, yep. both of them fellow countrymen there. I, I just, it, he seems to fit the mold of the guys that would have been over at live. So I'm just, I'm still kind of surprised. I'm like, what's, what's the play here for Adam Scott? You'd think he would have been maybe one of the first guys to go. Well, and this, you know, who knows? He's, he's playing it, playing his cards close to the chest and he might, and he might, he might after, the international, this international competition, um, he may say, you know what, I'm going to go over there for the beginning of the, of the next year. So that, that'll remain to be seen. But he's the one, he's also come out and said that the schedule, as far as playing and that kind of thing, is very compelling. But I think maybe some things have to work out for him to make it right, as far as world ranking points, being able to play majors, those types of things, which he has the ability to do now. Um, and I don't think he's lacking for any type of money or anything. So I don't think he's going to jump just for cash. And don't forget, Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Yep. He was the first Australian to win a green jacket. Yes. I mean, he represents Australia and, and at the Masters every year in that champion's locker room and at that mm-hmm. champion's dinner on Tuesday night and – I, you know, that's a lot to give up. I mean, you think yes. about how hard earned that was for him. And that's the crown jewel of Adam Scott's career. And we don't mm-hmm. know yet. We don't know what, what Augusta is going to do. Right. And so 
perhaps, unlike Sergio and Dustin Johnson and some of the other players, they said, you know what, and Bubba Watson, they said, you know what, well, I mean, Bubba says last week, well, if they don't want me there, I don't want to be there either. Okay, How, <laughs> what are we, five? Um, but you, you'll, you're going to want to be there regardless. Don't, don't, don't get it. Don't, don't try to like play that game. Yeah. But maybe Adam Scott is sitting back saying, I got to find out what the masters is going to do. It means too much to me. Good. And if that's the case, I totally respect that by the way. Yep. Absolutely. Because that would be the hardest thing to give up is a potential, your potential lifetime membership in that champions club, which is to me, the the highest level of golf right there. Yep. No doubt. Mm. All right. Well, that's uh, we'll see. I mean, we're we're a couple weeks away. The President's Cup looks like it should be a runaway. We'll get into some of the history of the President's Cup because it hasn't exactly been that way. It's gone the way of the U.S. at the end, but it's been tough and hard fought. We'll talk about that coming up next here on Real Golf Radio. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. When we think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers. Really? I just think about hitting bombs. Yeah. Past him. When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know. But I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think... Oh, that's bomb! With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. Nastier bombs. Think speed. Go rogue with Callaway, the kings of distance. By now, you've probably heard about the new golf resort coming to St. George, Utah, Black Desert Resort at Entrada. This is going to revolutionize what Utah has to offer in a year-round one-stop golf and vacation experience. At Black Desert Resort, you'll get to play the new 19-hole Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course, hone your game at the -the state-of-the-art practice facility, and have a blast on the 36-hole putting course. And that's just getting started. Black Desert Resort features a resort center hotel, several residential villages designed for your vacation mood, including a family village offering endless fun in the water park. On-site shopping, dining, spa, hiking, and biking trails just begin to describe Black Desert Resort, situated below Snow Canyon and close to everything. Explore the exclusive real estate opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com. That's blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before. Why do you play Chrome Soft? It helps me win majors. Same here. I agree. Yo, we want to hit those bombs. Oh, like these? And you? I get way better consistency. And control. There's just no ball that's better. Chrome Soft. Better for the best. Better for everyone. 
back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. And yes, we found him. It's time for America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is. The Caddy on Real Golf Radio. I know there were a lot of fans that were worried about the Caddy not being in his regularly appointed time slot, but uh, not to fear. Here he is. Caddy, how are you? Well, uh, good timing. We're going in and out of cell phone reception here at beautiful Pebble Beach. Mm. Oh. You know, we could be doing the show Sorry. from Pebble Beach. You just had to call. Well, I am. I am. I am. <laughs> doing the show from Pebble Beach. Uh, we would have been happy to meet you. That. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it's all scheduled. I think the last time, was the last time we got together was in Pebble Beach. I think that's as sad as that is. I think it's the last time we got together. Oh, I remember the dinner. You do? Yes, I do. On the wharf. Oh, yep. that's right. There you go. Yep. Now I remember. Oh, yeah. What I remember about that is it was media day for the Open. Yes. And you were out working on the final, um, just final work on the yardage book. And you happened to catch us on 16. 16. And then over to 17T. And the caddy went into full... Full glory on seventeen because they had a they had a mad out with Jack's uh, what was it the one iron what did he hit there two iron one iron one iron yeah yeah they had the one iron out there that we could hit and he, boy he went into full entertainer mode as and he had me <laughs> laughing I could hardly and then I had a good actually hit a pretty good shot and he no it, I don't know the whole thing got video to have it somewhere but the caddy was in his element that at that point well you can't even make contact with that one iron anymore holy cow. That thing looks so small down there. I did, though. I actually hit it onto the green. Impressive. Yeah. Impressive. Well, Caddy, we are talking about the President's Cup. Well, we've talked about a lot of live golf today, but we won't get into that. But we'll, we're talking President's Cup. And, you know, it, it was unfortunate that, uh, you know, Trevor Immelman spent a couple of years planning and preparing and thinking he had his team figured out only to have uh, Liv steal a bunch of his top players. But... Um, you know what? He's he's got five rookie picks, and he's you know what? Sometimes don't you think? Sometimes you just throw those guys out there. They don't know what they don't what they aren't supposed to do, and they might just go out there and beat somebody. It's a no lose situation for the rookies, and there's nothing wrong with that. The no lose situation. I like that. You know what? Um, yep. It's interesting in. When my dad was the captain in 1975 at the Greenbrier, 79. he had 79, yep. 79, yeah. He had Lanny Watkins as a rookie and um, oh, Larry shoot. Nelson. Larry Nelson. Larry Nelson went 5-0 and that week, and he, he paired Lanny and Larry Nelson and just sent them out to go play, and they won every time they got paired together. Yeah, that's from that point on. Sevy, Sevy thought Larry Nelson was the greatest golfer in the world. He had all the respect in the world for Larry. After Larry schooled him a little bit that week, 
Yeah, he yeah. told my dad that Larry Nelson's very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like respect. Sure, bad <laughs> sure. Well, hey, I remember watching the Masters uh, shortly thereafter, and Seve was on TV, and I guess he had gotten done early. And anyway, it was the final round, and they asked him, I'll never forget this line. They asked him, uh, who do you like, Seve? And, of course, Larry Nelson was one of those guys who they just would never – he was always quiet. Larry Nelson quietly making his way up the leaderboard. I don't know how you quietly make your way or noisily make it. I never figured that one out. But, anyway, they said, Seve, who do you like? And they think he's going to pick Jack or Tom or something. And Seve just goes, oh, oh, it's nice. I like this man, Larry, Larry Nelson. Larry Nelson, he's very good. <laughs> and I'll never forget that. Larry's Nelson. It was Larry's awesome. Nelson. Oh, priceless. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, uh, so, yeah, you're right. It is a no-lose situation. I like how you put that. You know, one of the things, when you look at this President's Cup, every year when this, every other year, I should say, but every time this comes up, Everybody wants to examine the President's Cup and say, what do we need to do to fix this? Because it's 11-1-1 for the U.S. Now, there have been there, you know, plenty of blowouts on the U.S. side. But there's been a lot of really closely contested matches that could have this thing looking more like, you know, 7-5-1 or something like that, right? So as you had an opportunity to caddy for a, a few of these President's Cups, uh, what was your take, and how did you feel like uh, the competition? And maybe share some of your experiences in the President's Cup. Well, gosh, eleven one and one. According to Bill Murray and Stripes, that's about what our record was in wars in the United States. So we're that good mm. in the President's Cup. So pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, the, no, the President's Cup. My first one was Saint was Saint. Sorry was George's, uh, George, George, South Africa. Sorry, I'm a little confused here. Um, so think about that. My first uh, caddy foray to the inter- international bat scene, halfway around the world to South Africa, that was pretty cool. And that was 05, and uh, that was Jack Nicholas. I remember, I remember, remember the phone call. I was sitting with my player, and... Uh, eating in a TGI Fridays and the phone rings and he holds up the phone and it says Jack Nicholas on it. And he's like, Oh, and he got invited. That was a, that made dinner. That did actually make dinner taste better. <laughs> Come to think of it. it was actually in 2003. Yeah. Caddy. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, yeah. but yeah, 2003, that might've been, that might've been the best one ever. I mean, that's the epic duel, right? I mean, everybody yeah. just stood aside and no watched question. Tiger and Ernie go mano a mano. I mean, uh, you can't make that stuff up. How many holes did that go to? Absolutely the best President's Cup ever. There's no question. That was awesome. And, um, yeah, so so it was kind of a, I don't want to say it was a linksy course, but it kind of felt a little like that. As I recall, it was, uh, the weather was great. Crowds were awesome. Um, I think Phil went 0-5 that week. Phil, Phil was really not having hit his groove yet for playing matches. Um, we got beat on pretty good. But, yeah, it was all about the playoff. 
Tiger and Ernie. And oh my goodness, I mean, this was pretty cool. And, and it was the, I think it was the second extra hole. It was getting dark. It was pretty dark. Uh, second extra hole. And it was, I thought it was a part three. Anyway, Ernie makes about an eight footer, six to eight footer. And I thought, oh, that was clutch for par. And now Tiger's got about a six footer. And I'm standing right next to Charles Howell on the green. We're about 20, 30 feet away from Tiger as he's lining up the putt. And Charles looks at me and says, how nice is it to have this guy on your team for this putt? <laughs> and we're just looking at each other like, you, you knew there was no chance Tiger Woods was missing this putt. And he hit it dead center. I mean, the pressure was like, you could just feel the thickness of the pressure. And, man, that putt went in dead center. And that's when Jack and Gary decided to, to call it a tie. But I'm not sure Mr. Player realized that <laughs> that means we took the trophy home with us. Because he did not like that at all. He's like, hold on a second. I didn't know about this trophy thing. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they... And I, I think we all felt good about actually ending it as it was. It was just an epic ending, and uh, it, it it couldn't have been better. Tremendous. Yeah, it was a three-hole, yeah, uh, extra extra uh, playoff there. Yeah, and it was kind of unprecedented. You know, you pick one guy from each team to go mono a mono, and I don't know how you would have. So if the if the Presidents Cup was designed for anything else but to provide that moment those three holes it was worth it in my opinion now that doesn't mean it's the only uh excitement that we've witnessed but that one was off the hook that was just so fun to watch you couldn't believe it and then watching gary go ballistic afterwards wait wait yeah yeah tie tie wait no wait wait what (laughs) that was a thing of beauty yeah, I didn't get to witness that. I, you know, I was who knows where I was standing around talking or whatever. But I remember hearing about that. Like he, he, he wanted to change his mind when he found out they couldn't. It was a shared trophy thing. What a shared trophy. Anyway, it was a shared trophy, but the, the 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 tie so goes back to, to the yeah. yeah to the winner. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh. hey, are I, you excited yeah. about Quail Hollow coming coming up? Yeah, I'm wondering. Um, we, we dominate the President's Cup so much that when you read down, when you read down the names on on our side, it's just like whoa! <laughs> it's kind of like the Ryder Cup flash. It's just such a strong lineup. But let's not forget um, the NBA has not always won the gold medal, and I think. In a weird way, maybe having the rookies in there might be a who knows might be a benefit for the international squad. You never know. Mm. Anybody, any look, all these guys are great players. Period. They're yep. all awesome. All all twenty four of them. All twenty four of them can go out and shoot sixty four or sixty three at any time, and that's the nature of match play. So we'll we'll see what happens. Caddy, we, we got to go. We're up against a break, but uh, I know you got some other stories, and we're going to have to hear those coming up uh, as we get nearer the President's Cup. Always good to be with you. Thanks for your time, bud. Thank you, gentlemen. That's the Caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. We'll wrap up the show next.
Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Thanks again to the caddy for joining us here on the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Also, thanks to Ian Carter from the BBC who joined us in hour number one. Uh, Again, thanks to all of you who uh, carry the show and who tune in and listen each and every week. Our flagship station, 97.5, at the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah, iHeartRadio, SiriusXM, and all the podcast sites and other stations as well. Be sure to look us up on Twitter, at RealGolf. And uh, next week, I guess we'll be previewing the upcoming President's Cup. Uh, we did talk a little bit about that this week, but there'll be more to come in the week ahead. So just two weeks away, it'll be a lot of fun. 
Yeah, and we're only one week away from the PGA Tour starting up again. Yeah, there we go, huh? At Silverado. Hope yep. you enjoyed that uh, long off season. <laughs> All right, it's a 54-hole event for the BMW over at Wentworth, ironically. And uh, we'll see how that all shakes out. And then Liv has four more events still to play. And PJ Tour kicking off next week. Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Tune in every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time for the video game review. We'll review games. We'll give away a brand new game. We'll talk cheat codes, new releases, and your calls as well. That's right here every Sunday night on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.